Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the FPL Renegades podcast. My name is Drew. We're here recording on Tuesday the 19th of November and as always I'm joined by my good pals Willie. How are you Willie? Top farm Drew. Good stuff. And Kirks. <coughs> Hi Andy. How are you getting on? Good. How are you? I'm not too bad thanks for asking. Uh, <laughs> you boys are learning as the weeks go on you're starting to pick up uh, proper podcast you, etiquette. You are here too. So I'm thinking we could just save time and I could just record that intro and we'll just insert it into every pod. I reckon we could just it. get like a, an audio word for board word. that covers like all your sayings <laughs> and just replace it. And all of his. <laughs> it won't be able to cover how awkward you are, Kirk, because when I look you in the eye and ask you how you are, it's like, yeah, I'm fine. Stop looking at me. Fuck off. So we took a week off. Uh, it was an international break. There's no point milking it. Like we didn't have a whole lot to say last week, but we're back this week and uh, ready to go. Yep. Before we get stuck into all the FPL stuff, did you enjoy the week off, Willie? Absolutely loved it. Do you know, it's co- nice. It couldn't have been a better week for me, man. A fucking savage race at Cheltenham and Punchdown all weekend. Like I was listening to all the racing podcasts, watching the race and doing me bets. I was like, actually didn't miss it at all, which is very weird because yeah. I usually do like miss it so much. But I just was. Uh, what's the word when you're you're doing something else? Happy. Otherwise. Engaged. Engaged, yeah. Didn't miss but it was probably like a net savings of five to six hours for you not having to go through FPL stats. Right, an infinite amount of notes, yeah. You I mean, could put that into like other stuff that yeah. we won't go into. But, you, uh, should, you should have done it anyway. Maybe I did. <laughs> I'd say he did, actually. <laughs> he can't lie. <laughs> yeah. And Kirk, so we know you don't do anything for a podcast week, so still did nothing. Right. Still did nothing, and the internationals just wearing me up. Yeah, you hate international football. I hate Irish international football. <laughs> On the, on the back of a solid performance, not the result we needed. Two Kirk's, solid performances. Kirk's came bulling into the house, still raging, hating international football. And hating me because I wanted to watch the match instead of play. Uh, you wore a, you, you could have done both. The 1990 jersey of Kirk's. Yeah, you bought it though. Opal, Adidas. You're giving the FAI money. Those I did, mate. <laughs> uh, the FAI don't do that jersey anymore. I bought that from China. Oh, good. Like. <laughs> You gotta respect Kirk's though, no matter how uh, like if we had I went out and slammed Denmark five nil played like Barca esque football, yeah, from back in the day, not the current Barca, he'd still come in saying he hates international football and he Denmark does. are shite and yeah. He would never jump on the bandwagon or deviate. I just so. want the FAI to pack their bags. You gotta respect that. Like Nelly the Elephant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll move on to FPL and we're taking a, a step back in time because we're gonna have a look at our game week twelves. Jesus. Just quickly because it is a step back in time and we're game week 13 is uh, quickly approaching. But just a quick summary. How did you get on, Kirks? Uh, just checking. <laughs> uh, good. 72 points. Fuck me. Uh, just does it every week. <laughs> 72 points. Average is 48. I don't know what the top K was, top 10K was. But, um, oh, this is when I brought in Greenwood. Oh, yeah. I remember this now. You brought in Greenwood? I started him ahead of De Bruyne and I dropped Cancelo as well. There was the Liverpool City game. Yeah, I didn't know what the fuck we did. Wasn't a bad move dropping Cancelo in, yeah. So I uh, ended up getting one point for Greenwood and De Bruyne got two on the bench. So if I hadn't have been a smart ass, I probably would have had one more point. But um, Tamori, nine at the back. Salah, eight. Tammy, captain, 16. Vardy, 12. That's Oh, Pope, nine. That was a good one. Maximum. Bonus, man. Um, yeah, it was, that was a good score. So you're good. 24 points <laughs> above the average. It just seems like you're sailing above the average every week. Like, yeah, 70 um, points, yeah. I think people... People think we over-emphasize uh, what Kirk's is. Now, I don't know how we would describe him, but 
he's a renegade like you know people yeah. have seen his rank this season gone oh he's captain this guy he's popular he's doing very well he's not like that mad he started greenwood ahead of kdb that's a bit crazy that's not that crazy it though. is crazy ah, nobody he else in the game is like that it's not that crazy nobody else let's rewind I'm trying to remember had Greenwood scored in Europa League yeah he's had the goal and assist he's okay. done that before and like, I was thinking Pereira's been a bit shit so then Pereira started and Pereira, Pereira played goal. well Pereira played well I like that could be Greenwood's goal anyway but then to kind of even just from a mental point of view starting a four point whatever he's down to now four million Three or whatever you know, player ahead of one of the best players in the game who's 10.2 one of the best players in, City. one of the best players in the world yeah, now I know he had the worst fixture in the game on paper, but I, I could never do it. I got Tammy no. on the bench next week. <laughs> we'll get to that now <laughs> as we come on. But uh, Willie, how did your uh, Game Week 12 go? Not a fucking clue. It was too long ago. Um, <laughs> let me think about it. I'm going to say I got 58 points. Hold on, I'll I'm going to say 50, 58 points, maybe. I'm going to think I got 100k. 57. 57 points. I think I got another green arrow. It might have been 100k because I'm so fucking low. I think I'm up to about 1.2 million now. 1.9 million. <laughs> Fuck you. I knew better than that. <laughs> Sorry, that was game week rank. <laughs> yeah, 1.2. Where's your roll roll? 1.2 million? 1.25 million or something? Well, these international breaks don't suit you. You're usually the most prepared man on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, no, no, he's right. He's right. 1.2. 1.2 million. And uh, yeah, so I'm gonna, I am gonna. want to push back up into the top million. But God, I don't have a fucking clue. Oh, I had. I actually. I made. It's a good job I made. I made two really good transfers and I hit a captain for the first time ever. Vardy. I took two players out. I bought I bought Vardy and Jimenez in. I went on to the badge for the long run. And I... Um, <laughs> yeah. okay. Hold on, explain that because it's VAV. The VAJ. I'm going to stick with the badge for the long run. Vardy... <laughs> Vardy, Abraham <laughs> and Jimenez. Jab. Badge. Badge. Where the fuck around. is the G coming from? Yeah, but anyway, it's a G. Anyway, him and S got. Oh, nine. I'm reading it backwards. Fardy got a goal and assist and bonus and a captain them. So can you imagine what I would have got if I didn't bring in them. To be fair, it's probably no points. But so anyway, you remember who you took out. Um, doesn't matter if you can't. Not a fucking clue. Wait, wait, wait. Let me. So think. those boys got you thirty three points. Yeah. Um. Here, you just keep talking. I'll bring up who you. Loading out Hudson in. Oh, I brought Loughton. I didn't. You got rid of Callum Wilson and Aguero, who yeah. got seven points. Yeah, that's so it's what net twenty six points. Good oh, moves by anyone's solid, solid standards. So happy enough, and you're moving on to game week thirteen. Actually, I was happy, Drew. No point getting too stressed out about it, is there? No, that, don't get too excited with. I the have a plan. Don't get too sad with the bad. I have days. a plan. Then. <laughs> What's gonna happen? Like the last game week, panic! <laughs> Fucking panic! Captain, captain. My goal is for Jack. My, my goal is to get into a million next two or three. My goal, I have a new goal: five hundred k on the first of January. That's what you happened, you lot. Was it two years ago? You started captaining Jack. Not three. No, that was years ago. ago. Super yeah. Jack. When it's so bad when your aim is to get into top million by January. No. I'm in the same boat, no. but it is so bad. No, my goal. We never used to. No. Be, well, you did. My like, goal is top. My goal <laughs> is to be like this. My goal is top five hundred k. You know, that's that's like twice. Is as that your overall goal? No, my overall goal is top fifty k. Like I know we started this pod as a serious FPL pod, and then gradually it's been downgraded to like FPL entertainment. But we still gotta have standards. Like top million by Jack. Look at Kirk's sad little face. I don't understand. I don't want to be in a top million Kirk's by Jack. Kirk's can't even count up I, to I, a I'd be disgusted if I'm in top million. I'm on top half million. Cool. You're on top million. I'm going to move on to my team. Um, I got 52 points. The average shit. is 48. So oh just slightly God. above that. Just made a balls of everything again. Just 
any transfers I make are just they don't work out like you're a bit unlucky with Saint Maximilian. I was unlucky with him and he was one of my better uh moves. Thanks. But just from a an all round perspective, like I'm currently two point one million, but I'm the highest I've been since game week four when I was one point eight. I've had four green arrows in the last five weeks. So you think that's quite positive, but I'm still two point one million. But I suppose when you're looking at it from a, an optimistic view, I was 2.8 million at one point during those five weeks. So I suppose you got to just keep chipping away mm. and uh, be happy. <laughs> so when Sorry, I'm thinking about it, though, <laughs> yeah, we're all into racing. So Willie, it kind of reminds me of, just say you have a two-mile chase, just say the Arkle at Cheltenham. Right? Or the Queen Mother. No, I want to go Arkle. No, Queen Mother. Uh, Altior. Yeah, any two-mile kind of chase race. And, like, you're an elite horse, you're, like, quality horse, but, like, there's no room for mistakes in those races. Yeah. They're just full pedal. They're going at such a clip. You have to jump really, really Why don't well. you go, like, a, a two-mile hurdle, like Supreme No, no, no. You go, if, you hit a, if you hit a fence or two at the start, no matter how good you are, you're not going to win. He's basically yeah. saying that you have to go back to hurdles. Yeah. So, so at the minute, in my head, like, I, I want to be Kirks, but I'm so far behind him. Kirks is gone. Kirks has won that race. Yeah. Never going to catch him. But uh, I can start picking off these little guys in between Kirks and me, like the likes of you and Size other money. average horses. Yeah. And I could even like come in the top two or three. Two or three people? No, horses, like in that fictional <laughs> oh, race. Yeah. But you know what I mean? I've kind of like gone, I can't finish in the top K, probably can't finish in, definitely can't finish top 10K. Top 100K is probably the best <laughs> I can hope for, which is Do you think ludicrous. So? I, I think so, yeah. But look, maybe... Look, can I just say something? Look at my record. Like I've often been like, circa one million around now i'm just like lads chill out i'll get into the top five six hundred thousand come into january and i'm guaranteed to be in top 50k at the end of the season yeah you're an average fpl player though i don't want i, I don't aspire to be you that's <laughs> say this <laughs> week but in, yeah, week but, out. yeah but you're saying like other people might but this is a bad season i don't know i think that you've loads like it'll be grand 10 or 20 points and you'll be flying up yeah. there so anyway just very quickly pope got me nine points the back line did nothing my my transfers were brutal. I uh, but I brought in Saint Maximum just as a punt, like a bit of fun. But that I also fine. thought I also thought visually instead of the eye test, I'm gonna say visually he looked That's rather good. good. Yeah, it, you got five points, and he's what? How much is he worth? Five point four. But against West Ham, he looked very good. <coughs> he came in in that game. He hit the bar. He could have hauled. He went to go by the <coughs> keeper, and the keeper got a hand to it, and he got an assist. So five points. It was a good move, but. Literally five minutes before the deadline, I was happy benching Otamendi and saying, I'll have two transfers the next week. And I just decided to get rid of him and brought in Rico. And he got me one point. But I started Rico ahead of Soyuncu, who got eight points. And if I didn't have Rico in my team, I couldn't start him ahead of Soyuncu. So yeah. it's just these little itchy fingered last minute transfers that are doing me. And I'm doing a lot of them. Stop making Why are you doing transfers? it? I'm just freaking out. Do you I'm not know, used to being down here. You need to make you can't it. swim, Willie. You need you need to make your decisions. Like I always make my pretty much ninety percent time I make my decisions this season on the Saturday. And like I look, listen to all the pods, read all the information, but ninety percent time I go back to my original decisions and I just go in. I'm like, it's my decision, and then you don't get stressed out about it, even when you're one point two million in the yeah. world. Yeah, even three weeks ago, I had Danny Ings. He was a victim against uh, Leicester, where they got a man sent off. He got taken off. They lost nine nil. He scored. I seen. Aaron Mopay or whatever he's called playing at home to Norwich mm. so I got rid of Ings for Mopay he's done nothing the last two games and then Danny Ings scored the last game it's just little yeah but it's the itchy fingers to be itchy honest trigger fingers are I don't have much sympathy for all these people like I love Mopay but other people brought him in for that Norwich game and his fixtures like 
It's I know they're not great shit, after, but like as a fucking supposed to be a professional FBL player, you should know better. I brought him in as well. Maybe you. Maybe you should have. Nah. <laughs> nah, you have to look at London. So yeah, I, look, one of the highs I I had one of my few captaincy successes mm. of the season. Tammy got a late, not a late goal, but like do you know when you're watching a match, he was very the good. First half that. goes. 60 minutes goes and you're like oh here we go again he got a goal he got yeah. two sneaky bonus points just came yeah. out of nowhere yeah so I was happy with that um, again take the positives four green hours in five weeks gonna smash it between now and Christmas Lads, gonna get, do the, get in the top million top I million I four green hours in the last five weeks as well Chris you forgot to say uh, your official rating is like 600 odd yeah it could have been higher only for last week four with the whole Mopay thing yeah Remember we were oh, out well. and you were like, I'm devastated. I was 250 in the world before this happened. This is really depressing or something. No, it doesn't sound like me. He no, said that he doesn't really care. Though. <laughs> we were drinking pints in that place in Dublin. And maybe he was uh, lamenting my choice pints. to bring in. Oh, that was a double transfer and both of them were fucking shite. Yeah, uh, he said he was 250 at one thing and then something happened. And then I took out um, Otamendi and someone brought in. Mopay Why are we talking for ages settle. for something we can't even remember what happened? Because it's good. It's yeah. good. You have to learn from your mistakes. Exactly. Do you know, you have to talk about history so that you don't repeat history. Someone said that before. Exactly. So uh, we'll wrap it up because Willie's getting uh, angry. As usual, we've spent all day talking about stuff that doesn't really matter. Let's uh, get to what does matter. Game week 13. Unlucky for some, but 13 is my favourite number. So I kind of sense that. Uh, this is it. A 60 plus week. I'm gone from like hoping for centuries at this stage. 60 points is all I want. Yeah, I think this is a tough game week. So uh, who wants to talk about their game week 13 first? I do. Go for it. Because I haven't got much to say. Um, I'm going to go uh, KDB to Mane and I'm going to captain him for the Palace fixture. Palace are giving away lots of big chances the last four game weeks and I really fancy Mane to return. Mane loves a header and Palace are giving away more big chances in the air, air the last four game weeks than anybody else. He's uh, five returns already away from home this season and Palace have third worst for big chances at home the last four game weeks. Um, I was also looking at Vardy for captain. I think he's going to be the the what, unanimous favourite this week. But um, I was looking at the stats on um, a few different websites and Brighton's underlying numbers from a defensive perspective at home are surprisingly good. Last four game weeks at home, they have conceded three goals, but they only have only two big chances uh, conceded, which is, I think that's, I think it might be the best out of all teams. And they're the top four for the lowest XGC last four home games against amongst all teams. So I'm definitely going to go Mane. Um, and what else am I going to do? I was thinking about taking a hit to get uh, Mads in for Callum Hudson Odai for the Brighton fixture. I said I'm after big and up Brighton, but. I also think that this taking a hit Dunk, Dunk is suspended for the game and isn't Webster I think is out injured so and I thought I thought Brighton were shocking against but United you're just a honest. big ball of contradiction so <laughs> yeah but then I'd finally I just want to say I think I'll probably leave it and give myself <laughs> give myself a week more to mull over the Chelsea situation Chelsea have West Ham Villa and Bournemouth at home in three of the next four game weeks the second highest XG all, all teams and it'll Give me a little bit more time to see if I want to bring in a, a Pulisic or a Willian. Okay. So who fucking knows what I'll do. So I have two or three points. Malik Captain bringing him in for Just to pull you up on there. Uh, can anyone say hedging your bets? So basically you've gone from saying I might bring in Madison, even though it's a really bad pick, but I'm going to mention Madison a few times in case he does anything. And then on next week's pod, I'll be able to say, but I said I was going to bring in Madison. And not do it. Yeah. And again. then also, 
I say this week in, week out, you're just wasted here. Like, your football acumen is unbelievable. <laughs> Mane loves a header. <laughs> what does that even mean? Uh, I was looking at all the stats, and I think he's scored, had more headed attempts than any other Liverpool player since he moved into the, yeah. since start of January. No, I like it. It's just hard to quantify, like, what it even is. Maybe you texted him. Yeah. He's he's had by far the most headed opportunities of any Liverpool player. I was and, actually uh, doing the same angle, but I'm going to go. Robin and Tia, Robin Tia are so attacking that they're swinging in balls the whole time. Does it put it. you off if Salah is ruled out, or do you think that's? Don't really put me off. Or, People are saying I don't think it's definitely is not it irrelevant. It's definitely like, it's definitely not better because they're better with Salah in the team. But, I, but then they probably don't really pass it to each other, do they? No, I don't. I, don't, I definitely <sighs> it won't worry me, so it won't. But I, so I'd Salah, rather Salah is going to drag people out of position and people are going to be marking him which might free up yeah. more space for Mane if it's like fucking Divock or Eiji or something there'll be like four lads on Mane yeah maybe mark the next guy I've seen a, bit, a few things I think Salah could be out for a few weeks I think so yeah. Weeks, yeah that's not good he's still in my team so Kirks how are you lined up for uh, the dreaded game week 13 yeah it looks tough um, tough keep it on my Chelsea players because of the fixtures after the City game but I'm going to bench them all for the, <laughs> for the City game I'm going to play all my City players. I'm going to put Cancelo back in. I think he might start after they lost the last game. I think there'll be a couple of subs. Um, I want to bring in Robertson for Salah. It's a tricky. I might have to take a hit to do it. Um, other than that, Vardy starts. I'll probably play Mount if I can. Who are you captaining? At the moment, it's Sterling. I'm going against Chelsea. Hmm, could be going. That's in the questions, though. So Yeah actually have some info on that. I might just try to struggle through this week and keep my transfer for next week. And I think it's going to be, it's a low scoring week, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I don't think there's much you can do about it. Yeah. Just one of those. Take one a punt on someone on the, what are the fixtures like? Must be somebody at home somewhere that. Take a, why would you take a punt? It's not like it's Like Watford, Burnley. Watford You're not playing like one week fantasy weekly or something. We can with a free transfer. One free transfer. You put then another transfer to like Bass. Do you know who I quite fancy? Like, actually, I don't know if I do now. Just with the Villa, news that Villa, uh, Poch is gone. Yeah, well, that's the the breaking news, lads. For people listening to this at lunchtime on Wednesday, <laughs> gone. In case yeah. you haven't heard, but uh, I I really fancied uh, Spurs away to West Ham in the early game. West Ham, even are though they're, the back. they're terrible, aren't they? They're atrocious. West Ham could show up. Like there's a one in five chance they'll show up against Spurs in a derby like that at home. They could get a one nil. I'd say Villa. Antonio job. Villa are a good bet. I don't know. It's Grealish back. Yeah, he should be back. I actually, I think a punt on a Villa player at home against Newcastle. Mm. Yeah, but Villa have tough fixtures after that. I'd be waiting. I said it. A punt. Wait until game of 18 before you bring in the Villa boys now. Cool. Anything else with you, Kirk, sir? Can I move on? Move on to the man himself. The oh, big yeah. man. The big man. The elite FBL player among the three of us. I like that, yeah. Can you introduce <laughs> me as that every week? So, uh, I've already, I made my sub. I think this is kind of evidence that I am a little bit on tilt. I think I made my sub maybe a few days into the international break, but it held on to Aguero for far too long. Yeah. And uh, finally got rid of him for Vardy. Yeah. Should have done it a week or two ago. Uh, should have done it. Ago. So what me and Willie should do now is get Aguero in. Possibly, yeah. If you're going to yeah. try and uh, track my bad luck. Did, yeah. did he play and score for Argentina there during the week? Yeah. Mm. He him did. And, him and Messi and then Suarez and Cavani. Jesus was missing penos, wasn't he? Yeah, so Vardy is in. I'm quite happy with that. I'm just very... Uh, annoyed I was so close to bringing in Vardy or Jimenez last week hmm. for Aguero and like Vardy got his goal and assist Jimenez got a goal oh, nice just lost so I've just been holding on to Aguero and like he hasn't been bad but he's been missing he's getting chances he but he's not been, like, in the target yeah he hasn't been getting good chances but he seems to be doing that 
in the right position, but a yard away where he's just a yeah. yard away from scoring. Mm. Even against Poole, there was like one or two crosses from KDB. And I wonder if he's just getting a bit older, if he's not as sharp as he used to be. Like he would have scored that back in the day. As Willie looks coyly at me as he has a sip of my whiskey. I've never seen someone look so guilty. It's like, why do you look so guilty? It's not his. And you picked up the glass. So, uh, actually, I won't ramble on about my team too much more because my big move is, if you can see my screen here, Willie, yep. I'm really considering captaining uh, Dina. Mm. There's a lot of talk, not about Dina, but people are talking about captaining Trent. Trent all over to her. Yeah, but this is way, like, this is a way more Billy Big Balls move. Well, he's playing Norwich at home. I know, but like Trent, it's like ah, if you fail, like Trent, he has the numbers. Uh, it's pool. They're playing I might blah, do blah. Trent. Whereas Dina, like after Puki having his greatest day in football, Finland are going to their first major competition in their that. history. They've never qualified for a no. for major competition. Finland, any? No, never. It must no, it's no. actually true. Not true. The people that had that they had Yari Lippmann back in the day. Yeah, and Sammy Hoopia. Hoop. That's mad. I never. would never have thought that. Never, yeah. So what I'm thinking, uh, in a week when there's not too many alternatives for captaincies, and I think this comes up a lot in the questions, like Dina's home to Norwich, great fixture. Everton's defensive stats have been very good lately. Really like they're solid, one of the, they? Especially at home, yeah. They keep conceding the odd like sneaky goal, but... Yeah. Norwich are show shit. They've been quite defensive. And then Dina, we say it week in, week out, he's just creating chances <coughs> for fun. Yeah. There's nobody to take those chances, but like eventually someone is. So and would I've heard a bit of Andrew, would you captain Richardson if you had him? Is he playing front still? I think I would. Uh, well he then, that, if you would captain Richardson, that means you think he'd finish some of Dina's crosses. So I think you need to captain Lucas Dean. And what makes me kind of lean towards it more is he's gone from my team. I've three point nine million in the bank. Yeah, from my latest transfer, he's playing Norwich. After that, though, he plays Leicester, Poole, Chelsea, United, Arsenal. Burnley even isn't great. Oh, shocking, isn't it? So he's gone. I've held on to him for ages. It's a really good differential then though, isn't it? Because a lot of people will be getting really Yeah, and there. I think it's a week where captains are going to blank. So if, even if he got a clean sheet, but I think he's going to get a clean sheet, an assist, two goals and two bonus. bonus. Yeah, Like it's a lot of points. Yeah, Captain Lundstrom. <laughs> That's not a bad, bad option. Captain Lundstrom. I like the idea of defender this week actually. And that he's against United. Yeah, it looks nil off. United's defensive stats are very good as well though, but play for the Clean sheet. Yeah. Very good. So yeah, that's how we set up. The transfer was made a long time ago. Uh, like you two, just kind of hoping to hang in there and have an okay week and move on. But yeah, like you can't be spending too much. Kirk's can afford to have that kind of treading water week. You can a little bit. I kind of need it just a, a breakout week soon. So maybe I uh, feel the same. I need like I'd love a set. Like can you imagine if me or you got seventy. That'd like fire us up like half a million spots. Like. Yeah, so I need like one of my two differentials. So I've Alan St. Maximum away to Villa. Imagine what he's going to do to those boys. Like he can't kick a ball, but he just causes mayhem. Could be two all or something. He's like a modern day Adam Traore, isn't he? With cool hair. <laughs> a modern day, even though Adam Traore <laughs> yeah. is about 22. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> know. And then the other guy's uh, Neil Mopay. He barely got a kick against United. I was surprised, but he... Yeah. There was a chance where it bounced in front of him in the six-yard box and he nearly got a toe to it. Should have scored. It wasn't his fault, though. Well, okay. it was. Leo wasn't on form, was he? None of the, the Brighton boys did fuck all. So home to Leicester, who are very defensive as well, but you never know. Yeah. Soyanchu think... hasn't given away a penalty in a few weeks. He's probably due yeah, one. Yeah. Has he given away one this? Yeah. Oh, he did, actually, yeah. Um, I just think uh, City are going to smash Chelsea. Fair enough. Uh, just, I'm bringing in three Chelsea or City guys in. I definitely think it's enough. Chelsea are the best 
away team in the league. I think City are going to smash them. What do we call Chelsea on this show? Chelsea, Chelsea. The Road Warriors. Oh, yeah. Animal and Hawk. I'd, no, I'd like him just to call them the Road Warriors. Um, I would They're think not the best. It's going to be 4-2 City. The highest scoring away team. It's going to be 4-2 City. going to score. There's no other score that's possible. <laughs> City can't afford not to win. I it's like, think City are going to It's like last night, I've never been more convinced. I got 80-1 to one on 1-0 one and fucking Shane Duffy to score the first goal. I've never been more convinced I was going to win something in my life. <laughs> you were very close. We got one goal. Uh, Duffy uh, was up there for a while. Yeah, yeah. Buy him money. Cool. Sorry. So we'll leave our, our game week 13s there. Willie, due to a mix of myself and yourself floundering down in the millions, and also I'd say you had withdrawal symptoms doing a week without a pod where you didn't get to crunch some numbers. Yeah, just you've gone away and answered uh, a whole few questions that nobody asked. Yeah, pretty much, but I'm hoping <laughs> they'll be useful. Like You're going to try and get the likes of myself and yourself an edge over the next few weeks. Oh, we're going to smash the lead up to Christmas but also we're also releasing this to our millions of listeners so it mightn't be that much of an edge but yeah. sure we're here now so. maybe that's the problem right pod is cancelled <laughs> yeah there's going to be a pod blackout from between now until the end of the season we should do that and like if I win FPL from here we know that the pod was the problem <laughs> Before we get into that, Kirk, do you think you can genuinely win FPL from where you are? Like, yeah. I think you can. I think you can. I win totally it. can. 600 and something. Like, I'm in the right place. Spot. I'm yeah. in the right place to win it. Yeah, you don't want to be at the top. You're... I wouldn't be backing myself, but. Yeah, I'm sure there's like a horse race analogy here, but we probably won't go, go into <laughs> Why it. Why don't you do the hashtag what was? What was that the guy in the Supreme, the Irish horse, Dung Whip? <laughs> God. 13 to 2, he was in the day. So, Willie. It was a small little horse, so you're a bit bigger <laughs> than Dung Whip. Yeah, right. So really, what have you I'm done for us? Uh, you've, you've gone ahead and uh, looked at some info that nobody asked for, but what is it? Christmas Thoughts by Winnie. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's like a nice poem. <laughs> I would say like, it sounds like he's in like a, a Santa Garb and just like snowfall yeah, and yeah. stuff. It's going to be like a Marks and Spencer's yeah, or something. We fucking love, love Christmas as a podcast. It's my favourite time of the year. Uh, just, we just fucking have serious crack with all the boys. That sounds bad. <laughs> Like Prince Andrew over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Don't say that. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. I don't sweat. It wasn't me. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Lads, nine game weeks in 40 days. That's a game week just over every four days. Um, I think it's a good time to get an edge over the casuals. As they all say, fail to prepare, prepare to fail. That's what Willie says anyway. Prepare to bring in Villa. Uh, a few things to look out for. I was looking through the stats. Spurs always do well during the Christmas period. Kane in particular seems to be guaranteed a hat-trick during the festive period. 10 goals 2007-18, 8 goals 2018-19 over the, over the festive period. And I wouldn't put anybody off of Kane or Son punt myself. Yeah, I think the thing with Kane is... Sorry, I'm just going to interject every now and <laughs> yeah, then. Cause that's otherwise, what I want you to do. Otherwise, people are just going to be listening to you for about 20 minutes and yeah. they'll have switched off and, uh, and yeah. they might never come back. Yeah, <laughs> I think a good thing with Kane is in the whole kind of... Can you remember, not just last year, but like every year on Twitter, I imagine, people are just freaking out about rotation and will I bring in him? What about yeah. this and blah, blah, Kane's going to play every minute, isn't he really? He's absolutely yeah. nailed, so he is. Like Tammy and Vardy, like he's just the number one striker. Yeah. yeah. Even Both. like the Tammy has a bit of competition where if they're playing someone weak, like yeah. you, rate, you rate Batshuayi more I, than anyone. Yeah, I think he's great, but he's not But I, 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 I just think the fact that I was there, I think the fact Chelsea are like... Like really fighting for that spot in the Champions League, I think he could be rotated a little bit. Like, sorry, will you carry on? Anyway, yeah. So, uh, I Kane. So, I, I think a Kane or Son punt myself is really good. Son is a great record in December too. 
And I think I could take a pink on Sonny in my own team, as I think I want to stay on the Vag, as I've mentioned before. I love the Vag for the foreseeable future. And uh, seem to be trying to. Yeah, right? I mean, and after really like putting that in, no, I just, all, all <laughs> of the vibes that you put out every week, and like even some of our listeners do be like DMing us and like wondering, wondering about you. Like you're really trying too hard to go the other way now. Yeah, but I just, I just think they're so nailed. I just want to stay on them for the long term. Okay. Um. Uh. Who we got? When I looked at the numbers, Salah as well always does great things during the Christmas period. Uh, so personally, I'd be keeping a very close eye on that ankle injury. I don't know how good it is. And uh, I want to pull the attacking option, but I think it's probably going to be Mane over Salah. But Salah's numbers are actually insane during Christmas. Um, now we get on to teams that have like really nice fixtures during Christmas. Palace and Villa have amazing fixtures during the festive period. Palace especially from game week 15 to 21, the amazing run. Personally, I'd be looking at Kelly 4.1 for my team if Joel Ward is out long term but even like I even think like a 4.5 KL or someone like that could be worth it, worth a punt or um, they've, you, they've got nothing going for them going forwards like so they no. kind of need to rely on clean sheets don't they yeah but, but like I don't know I suppose if you have uh, if you have your big in midfield AU 5.1 could be a punt as a third striker it'll break up the badge though yeah break up the badge so it wouldn't be for me I don't want to break up the badge and what about uh, <laughs> oh, Zaha Zaha like, he's just playing so shit but his fixtures are so good and you have to think he's going to return like, it's you look the whole, at his fixtures uh, there yeah, it's the sorry. whole uh, debate form over fixtures but, uh, yeah, like, but Zaha has one of my favourite players to watch I love how kind of unpredictable he is he's like really fast athletic skillful everything he's done nothing absolutely yeah. nothing can you just rely on him just as did, soon did as did he win a panel <clears throat> Not as many as last season, yeah. I would. Can you rely on someone who's in such bad form just to be able to, like a light switch, be able to turn it on just because he's going to be playing? Could could you call out Watford? All out the fixtures there from 15 to 21 there. Yeah, Bournemouth, Watford, Brighton, Newcastle, West Ham, Southampton, Norwich. Mm. Now, if we were to look at these with a. I I can't think of an eye related analogy. So, like with a fine tooth comb, Mm. um, like Bournemouth, fair enough. Watford away, Watford are quite solid. Kirk's has been bigging them up for the last few weeks. Their defensive numbers are starting to improve. Palace don't score much. Problem in the fucking league, though. But can like, you see Palace scoring too ma- many goals at Vicarage Road? I can't. Then they play Brighton at home. You've been saying Brighton are the best defence in the league. Back Ash home. A few minutes ago. Ash home. Newcastle away. Steve Bruce, all he does <laughs> is eat sausage rolls and gets clean sheets. You're burning me. That's what he does. West Ham at home. So game week 19 is when That's Zaha good. might win a penalty. And game week 20 to 21. 19 20 21. Yeah, true. Yeah, but no, sorry, carry on. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm definitely a defensive option or good. Like I definitely think a, a Kelly. If he's oh, I agree. Or a I agree. Uh, Villa from game week eighteen onwards, they've amazing fixtures. Southampton at home, Norwich at home, Watford away, and it goes on. Brings me nicely into the game week eighteen. Liverpool have a blank. They're at the World Club Cup, I think. Leicester have Man City away, and Chelsea have Spurs away. We just need to be wary of this. A lot of people are going to be caught out by this game week eighteen. I think game week 18 is finally time to invest in Villa assets. I'd be looking for a Grealish or a McGinn and a Target or a Gilbert anyway. I haven't had any Villa options all season, but genuinely, you know me, I won't make, I'll, I'll just make, a, I'll make a judgment from like the stats and the numbers. I won't just bring in someone because I love them, but I really think game week so 18 Game is week 18, the Villa shorts will be on. Oh, I love it. A bit of planning is required. Plan me out. Um, and time. Yeah, so I think Villa are a good one spring. Now, not earlier on, but from 18 to 20, the savage, savage fixtures. But who, again, there's nobody going to get bags of points, is there? I know you mentioned a few lads there. And like, Greedish numbers are insane. 
Not, he hasn't been playing like he's got zero numbers. He's like, been injured for two years. games. Yeah, zero numbers. <laughs> his, his creative stats like after bring in Mads after after TAA and KDB, he's about. I'm actually. Him. But I'm if actually, he never comes back. I'm going to bring in a little bit. <laughs> what? I'm going to bring in a little bit. Gun to head. Who's a better like this A and B? You're going to ask me about Daniel Grealish, are you? No, who's better, Grealish or Madison as an overall footballer? Forget FPL. Fucking hell, Grealish, and as an FPL option. Madison is playing in a better team. And part C, sorry, hair. Madison. <laughs> I think both hairs are ridiculous, but Grealish has better hair. Like if you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna go for that knobhead haircut, Grealish has gone full on. Like oh, he's, he's gone for the you know, fucking yeah. cartons. I'm a knob. I want to be in Peaky Blinders, but I've kind of grown it a little bit too long and now I don't know what to do. Whereas Madison's head just seems like a Lego man a bit. It's just shaved too tight to the sides and <laughs> God, I love both of them so much. But um, anyway, bit. really carry on. Talk about Nupa Villa. Um, uh, Man United also have Wofford away in Newcastle at home, so they offer another nice route of getting off your Liverpool and Leicester assets, or at least uh, cover them if you plan to, like me, to carry a few pool and Leicester assets on your bench. I'm looking at Martial, and I'm maybe looking at Brandon Williams at four point zero zero. I thought he was impressive, and I'd be happy enough to. Bench, bench TAA and yeah. maybe play Brandon. He's just an angry little fucker as well. I kind of like it. Yeah, he's good, like, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's good aggressive and he kind of... Joe, he yeah. doesn't stand down from anything and like he's the kind of player you'd hate to play against. Like, he's just a little bell end. Yeah. <laughs> but like, that's not a bad thing, especially someone so young to be mixing it up with all these boys. Who was and... he? He's up against Ashley Young, is he? Yeah, and Luke yeah. Shaw if he ever comes back. Yeah, well, Luke Shaw, he's just too big. He's an idiot and big max. <laughs> but um, another quick thing I want to mention is Wolves have... Norwich away that game week 18 game so I think a lot of people are going to disagree with me but I think Adama Traore is a good one to get in if you have Cantwell he's like a modern day Alan St. Maximum yeah he's, he is he is Alan St. Maximum <laughs> but he's actually looks really good in the front three and I checked his numbers and his chances created and his shots aren't great but if you're watching the Wolves games he looks really really dangerous playing in that front three his assist the last game was deadly he yeah. kind of just was out on the right wing sized up his options and was like I'm faster than everybody. And he just ran <laughs> past the guy. Yeah. And for once, he got his head up and just rolled it to him. Yeah. And it was a nice finish. He's good, he's, he's good in the front He also smashed the bar. Like he yeah, he was a great shot, wasn't it? Yeah. I, so, I quite like him. And he got yeah. a Spain call up. He pulled out. He pulled like, out, yeah. Can you imagine when he was playing for Villa and used to hate his guts, him yeah. ever getting to Spain? Nah, a million miles away. Like, are they just I trying to... I still can't imagine it. Are they trying to box him off a little bit because Mali have tried to call him up? And just in case... Yeah, there's a few things. Like, he is about 22, 23. Or Spain kind of, again, hedging their bets and going, if he ever turns into some kind of player, let's get him. Spain are yeah. running out of players a little bit, aren't they? Doing all right there at the weekend. I was watching, um, watching them. They were doing all right. The Pedros in this world. Yeah, so um, did you have anything else? Yeah, I have one more important thing to say. And the nice thing about all this, you're like, why are you getting in Wolves assets, Villa and Man United assets? Like, they're not really... Three worst teams in three the worst league. Team. Yeah, but the really nice thing about this is Liverpool have the blank in 18 and then they have Leicester, uh, Leicester away in, in 19 and, Ma- and Leicester have Man City away in 18 and Liverpool home in 19. So it means you kind of save your chance. You probably get away... Without by losing them for a couple of weeks and it's not going to hurt you too much gives you a, a couple of weeks leeway and there was one more thing I wanted to say oh that was it West Ham also have a blank in 18 and if you have any West Ham players just get them the fuck out of your team now just shouldn't, delete your team shouldn't yeah. have them in the first place delete your team yeah and uh, quit FPL get off Twitter delete your team yeah so that's pretty much Christmas but, now, uh, Willie sorry now 
have one more to, thing to say. All right, you do that, and then I'm gonna. Well, I have a few saying. more things to say, but you want to say what you want to say first? Cause yeah, I just because, as we all know, a lot of idiots listen to our podcast. So can you just reiterate? A lot of idiots are on our podcast. Can you reiterate <laughs> the game week 18 thing again for them? Because I think we kind of frustrated up. So Liverpool have a blank. Liverpool have a blank. A lot of us have three Liverpool players, two anyway. Yeah. Leicester, who are probably a lot of people are tripling up on Leicester. Leicester have Man City away, which is a really poor fixture. And Chelsea, who a lot of people are tripling up on as well. They have Spurs away. I love it. He's really dumbing it down. You can hear the kind of yeah. patronisation, <laughs> which isn't even a word. Andy, in his voice. I just told you. Well, well, the majority of us are like smashing into Liverpool, smashing into Leicester, smashing yeah. into City. And you could end up with like a really, really crap team with Game of Game. Yeah. So it's just keep in mind, like nobody needs to free hit. But Every, Willie, everyone's Willie, going to do Willie, shit that Willie, week. But get in an Adam Traore, a Jack Grealish, uh, either a Brandon Williams or a Gilbert Targa, and you'd be just fine. Just have lads that are going to play and maybe get. Willie, it. it's game week thirteen. Are we planning for game week eighteen already? Is that what we do? That's that's what I do. I thought you were on a wild card at eighteen. I was, but then you guys made me wild what? card. You stressed me out. <laughs> you were on a wild card at Christmas. I was gonna. I I actually people are saying oh wildcard game week nineteen. I'd more be. I'd more wildcard game week twenty. That's the last game week. Right, come on, you're, you're getting sidetracked, Willie. Really. Yeah, Carry yeah, on with right. all this. Um, another thing to remember is that there's serious fixture congestion during the festive period. League games, Carabao Cup, Champions League, and Liverpool even have the World Club Cup. Um, I think it's important to have a number of players that are nailed on week in week out. Players like Vardy and Jimenez seem to be nailed on week in week out, and it's one of the main reasons that I got them into my team last yeah. week. And we kind of lucky with guys like that because I love them guys. Often it's the the centre halves, <coughs> sometimes fullbacks. It's yeah. the real defensive players that are nailed on. More so even the centre halves, isn't yeah. it? Because the, the, the fullbacks can get rotated now. The way football is gone, they're so attacking. Yeah, they kind of actually need to be up and down. Yeah. Kind of lucky with the likes of Vardy and Jimenez. And... Yeah, I actually really think they're such good options for like the next couple of months. Um, I think it'll be absolute gold during Christmas. Um, well, I that. nearly ready yeah. to wrap this up because yeah. I'm actually going to delete it. I'm not yeah. even going to publish. Ne- this. Nearly finished. Yeah, and. Uh, so I just want to say we talk about Champions League. City and Spurs are still in Champions League, but they both look like they're qualified comfortable. So from a rotation perspective, I'm not too worried about them. What if Spurs get Sam Allardyce in as their manager? Could they fuck up the Champions League group then? They're going to get Jose in. Jose is totally I amazing. think this Jose must be nailed for that. Um, Pool, I just want to say about Pool, I think there'll be a certain amount of rotation. There's so many games in December, more than anyone else. But I really feel like they're just prioritizing the league, and I don't think it's going to be as bad as people expect. So what was that death feel? Uh, so the one thing I really want to talk about, <coughs> and it's something that really affected my team. So you didn't really want to talk about any <coughs> that? No. But I really <laughs> 20 want to minutes about. later. Um, Chelsea, the ones that worry me Kirk's so much. Kirk's just been watching I'm a Celebrity get me out of here on his phone for the last 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, Chelsea have City at the weekend, and then have a massive game against Valencia on Tuesday. They're fighting two and nail for qualification out of their Champions League group. And I think that, especially midfield, there, there's so many great options, isn't there? I just think that there, there's going to be some time, some time probably game management is inevitable, isn't it? Oh, definitely, yeah. And, and like in the questions that might come up, but yeah, the, like the sensible Sammy and me is thinking that that this is why Mads or Tielemans is a better option than the more explosive Pulisic. Pulisic sensible or Sammy would never pick Madison. Yeah, the, the, the lesser boys are nailed. <laughs> Pulisic. But, but yeah, but Pulisic and Williams' numbers are just so good. I think I'm just going to give it another week. Um, Are you done? I'm done. Do you not think that was... That right, was... Sorry about that, listeners. Uh, we'll leave it there. So that brings us on to our favourite part of the show, and it's listeners' questions, and we've a bag full of them, lads, so we'll get stuck in. What jersey are you wearing today, Willie? Oh, Fiji. Fiji. The flying... What are they? Is that large boys? The flying <laughs> <laughs> The 
The flying vaginas. What did you say? <laughs> the flying vaginas. Vaginas. Okay. So first question comes in from. I feel a, like he's got a t-shirt saying, "I love vaginas." <laughs> <laughs> a great friend of the show, FPL Rouge. Um, Kirk, do you question FPL, that? <laughs> FPL Rogue. Yeah. So do you want to go back to Rogue? Yeah. I think Rouge suits him because he's a Man United yeah. fan, so he's a red. He can send us those little bottle of whiskeys. Just we're we're going to Cork on a, a meetup. He can steal a bottle from the hotel, from the minibar. Just a minibar one. Yeah. You come to Cork with us, you can get some whiskeys off Rogue. You can bring it back. I think Rouge suits You think me and Drew are going to bring whiskeys back from Cork? I don't think He's a United fan. He's a Francophile. Like, he likes French things, so Rouge. He's often in Paris. Big Freddie Mitchell fan? I don't know if he is. (laughs) We can ask him in Cork. But his question, it's a fairly solid question coming into Game Week 13. Surely the mass exodus of city assets... Is a false dawn. A wounded animal is a dangerous beast. Or is there something I'm missing completely? Uh, so Rogue loves his words, Kirks. He's kind of worked me, in me a love, nice poetic. Me love words too. Yeah. City good. Keep city. Uh, is that it? They're the best team in the league still. They're just missing a defender. Are you being that kind of Liverpool fan who's like, oh, it's not over yet. There's a long way to it's go. It's not over till it's over. I'm afraid to say that we've won the league in case it comes back to bite no, me. City, City are still like the best team in the league. They're missing their two. They're I, missing their defender. I disagree, uh, but go on. They're like struggling with Laporte and not replacing company. But like, they're still going to destroy teams and I think they're going to destroy Chelsea this week. Highest XG in the league by a mile. Biggest big chances in the league by a mile. Most penalty area touches by a mile. They are. They are still the best team. They're missing the two centre halves. Like it's crippling them. But so you boys are saying keep City. De Bruyne is worrying me a little bit. I don't know. He's kind of floating around the whole place. But um, I still think City are the. You have to have City assets. Cool. What do you think, Drew? I agree. Well, just looking at it, I've kind of broke it down position by position. And uh, of course you have. (laughs) Don't you start as if I'm the guy who runs on. (laughs) Oh, here we go. But uh, just fixtures-wise, they're home to Chelsea. Kirk's has alluded to it. It's not a terrible fixture, even though Chelsea he are the road warriors. Yeah. He's big into his words. Chelsea yeah. are the road warriors, but like Animal they home. are kind of leaky. Then they play Newcastle, Burnley, United, Arsenal, two terrible teams. Leicester is tricky. Wolves, Sheffield United, Everton. They're trickier. Those That little group of fixtures. It's a solid run. So when I'm looking at my assets, I don't have any <coughs> defensive assets and I wouldn't have any. And if I had yeah. them, I'd be happy to get rid of them. Yeah. Because like they've kept five clean sheets. It's the best in the league, but they've chop and changed. Yeah, there's like so much rotation. As much big chances already as they did by like fucking the end of last season or something. Some mad stuff. They've given away twenty two big chances. There's seven teams ahead of them. So seven teams that have given away less than that. Like this time last year, City probably would have been up there with Pool at top two by a mile. It is it all comes down to Laporte, doesn't it? Yeah. And company. Yeah, true. Yeah, company as well. And also Angelino. That guy should never play football for them again. <laughs> so, yeah, there's no solid options. Uh, midfields, I think you either have Kevin De Bruyne or Sterling. And uh, I had a look at De Bruyne. I've never owned him all season, and he's been worrying me all year. But a few of our questions kind of relate to should we get rid of him? His numbers aren't amazing. And I've been thinking of getting him in like for the last few weeks, but I'm not as worried as I was. So I had a look at the stats from game weeks 1 to 6 and 7 to 12. And, like... They're far superior for the first six game weeks. So I think, is he coming a bit deeper now? No, I think he got injured, didn't he? And he missed the game. His numbers aren't he great, but he's such an elite player that he's he's going to return. Like, even the other night in Belgium, did he get two or three assists there again? Like, he's just... But, like, the start of the season, he looked very good because he was playing in 
centre mid, but he seemed to be kind of just what's the word? Not wrapping around to the kind of right hand side and kind of he'd be playing these little triangles and one twos, but he'd always be the guy kind of overlapping on the right and playing in great balls. If you look at his heat map, he's just not in that area at all anymore. Like the first since Rodri got injured, he's been a little bit maybe that is it. Rodri's around. Rodri's yeah. doing all the covering in the, the center of the field and now like De Bruyne. He's one of the most creative players in the world, but he actually, there's a bit of steel to him. Like he can actually yeah. make a tackle and an interception and he's not one of these luxury players. No. Like he'll actually pull his weight. You don't want him to, but. Best kicker of a ball I've ever seen. Yeah, quite possibly. But anyway, I'll go back to the stats. Like first six game weeks, XG of 1.5. The latest six, 0.78. His X expected assist was 2.24 compared to 1.76. Hmm. Um, they are kind of regressing. Dropping like, um, he had 16 goal attempts in the first six weeks. It's dropped down to 11. Like, it's not huge things, but these things are, you just look at your arms, Willie. Really. Yeah. Just looked over and you're like staring <laughs> at your arms. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah. Sorry. No, so no. No, first six game weeks, he created 27 chances compared to 16. Nine big chances. That's down to three. Like, there's something going on. I think it might be City rather than him. Yeah. yeah but when they do kick back into gear, though, he'll be in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah, I just am as fearful of owning him. Yeah. Um, well, not owning him. What have I got to is say? Is he doing enough for oh, maybe like not, KDB? I'm not sure I'd bring him in, but we'll yeah. get rid of him. Like, Joe, he's had one assist in the last five games. He's played against Palace, Villa, Southampton. Yeah. Would you captain him going forward? I, would, I wouldn't. I know I would captain him. Um, yeah. Over, I don't know. About the, the City assets just in general, I think you'd be mad to go off City attack and cover completely. But I definitely think there's a case to be made for just sticking with one over the next six to eight game weeks. Personally, I'm going then, I'm taking out KDB and going to Mane because I just feel I'll captain them a lot more. But I just want to keep Sterling. Like a lot of people, everyone, most people are like getting rid of Sterling but keeping KDB because they, do, they just want to have KDB in their team but they don't think he's captainable. But I want to keep Sterling due to just, I think his underlying numbers are just so good. And the fact that I just think he's liable to explode at any minute but and I think from a, a defensive perspective I just think I like wouldn't want to have any any City defenders and I think just keep one of KDB or Sterling Sterling be my choice and you'll be just grand but I agree I, I think that's the the key point is you probably don't need two you can get rid of one definitely if I was to get rid of one it'd be KDB like you said like even Sterling's stats lately aren't bad no, like okay. first six game weeks he had 49 <coughs> penalty area touches He's had 89 in the next. He's like, he's yeah, not getting the return. Did, did you look at the penalty area touches last four game weeks? It's like twice as much as second. He missed a game. load of chances. Was it two games ago? Yeah. He must have missed like six chances inside the box. Did you, I'll tell you something. Just go to Fantasy Football School or Fantasy Football School. And just go to away games and look at the expected goals, expected assists and expected goal involvement assists in away games. Sterling is just on a different stratosphere than every other player. Kirk's anything you want to add? I already said it. Yeah, it was a long time ago, <laughs> and uh, Willie's been looking at his arms in between, distracting. I actually him. couldn't think of what to say there. I was like, Willie's just distracting me. From I'm like the nice guy that you're always so we, slide we've for said, no reason. We've said, and now no, you're like trying to make me right, out to be a dick. We've said no defense. We've said either Sterling or KDB. Yeah. I'm leaning towards Sterling. I'm, leaning towards Sterling. I'm keeping both of them, Sterling and KDB. And I've actually got Cancelo on my team. I'm not in a rush to remove him because I think he yeah. will actually play next few games. So you. They will remove him, though. Do you have no uh, inclination to get rid of one of those city guys for to double up on? Would you don't like to go Concello no, to in the COVID Christmas? Do you period. still have Salah? Yeah, yeah. See, I might get rid of him first. Yeah, okay. 
trying to get rid of everybody, you know. Mm. And then before we move on forwards, like your team is ours, Kirks. It is it's a fucking disaster. <laughs> as a recent seller of Aguero, you just can't really get in their forwards because you won't get in no. Jesus because he misses penalties every week. Like his yeah, stats yeah. are quite good when he plays, but he's not guaranteed to play. And then Aguero's minutes are just reduced by Jesus. So yeah. Are they nearly 50-50 in terms of who's going to start? Do you play half both of them. <laughs> get 90 minutes. I still fancy Aguero in the home games. I think he's going to start more home games than Jesus. I don't know. I, I think Pep prefers Jesus away games. Pep doesn't. You know, but you know what I really like? The fact Sterling has a yellow card. I think Sterling is nailed until he gets the yellow card and he's going to miss 90 minutes. And I'm perfectly happy with that. Yeah, right. Okay, you'll play again. Like. I think it's an actual... Everyone's like, go get rid of him. I was like, I actually prefer it because Pep is such a mindfuck. Yeah. I think this keeps it simple. Exactly. That's a great point, Willie, actually, now that I think about I it. Don't even, I don't even think you meant it. No. <laughs> you just like, drink, drink it away, talking. That, I'm doing yellow, that next yellow card will decide Pep Roulette. Like, mm. That's the game he has to get rested for. Mm. You're not worrying about it yeah. for the next few games. So, yeah, Ruse, just in summary, I think we're all saying uh, don't get rid of all your Man City assets. Probably keep a midfielder. Cut down on them. Like, if you have two midfielders... We haven't got, we probably don't have time, but we haven't got stuck into David Silva. I think he's, he's a sneaky play. option. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to play more minutes than not, and his stats are quite good. Yeah, can we can, can we bring this into this question? Someone asked. Of course you can. Uh, no, oh, you can't, you can't. It's a separate question. It was Ozil or Silva? Yeah, then the rules. Really come on to that. No, yeah, but I'm rules. Oh, come on, you got to respect you can't each. Just... Okay, ask the question, I'll give you, you the stats. you got to respect each question, I'll give you the stats. He's I really want to do this. Yeah, we're going to do it next. Not next, but like later on. Put that there. Willie. Ah, 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 ah. Well, you don't realise what work goes into creating a pod. Like, yeah. the structure, like, the ambiance of this room. Like, I do a lot all day on Tuesdays. Do, yeah. Not for you to come in and <laughs> shatter it by interrupting the order of the questions. Sorry. Right, I just thought that I just thought that would come in nicely into the question about David Silva. Okay. So, that's with David Silva. Uh, thank you, Rogue. That was a good question. Uh, I think we're not going to call you Rouge anymore, and we don't want whiskey. Like, we're, we're only messing. I'd be very embarrassed if like a, a grown man brought me a bottle he's of whiskey. A grown, I don't know if he's a grown man. I'd be fucking delighted. Do you know? I, I'd, I'd, I'd feel like for free. I was just a bully. He could have been John Jameson. For all I know. Or uh, Bernie Crockett, who signed our last bottle Ber- of whiskey. Barry Crockett. Whatever his name was. Bernie. So we'll move Bernie. on to the next question. Bernie's a girl's fucking name. Uh, FPL Dazzler. Yeah. Um, like, we know who he is. I love this. You don't have to say they're a good friend of the show. <laughs> I don't think he's a good friend of the show. Yeah, he hasn't asked enough questions, but he's he's a good guy. So maybe he could an be an acquaintance of the podcast. Yeah, an acquaintance of the show, and maybe in the future he could be a good friend. And we've already answered it. Awesome. Is it stupid to sell one of Sterling or KDB Kirks? No, but well, I'm keeping both of them. But it's not stupid. You but, wouldn't be totally against getting rid of one of them. No, nah, I'd be fine. If you had a plan. If Dazzler had to get rid of one, who would you get rid of? Uh, well, that's a good question. KDB. Yeah. Would you? Yeah. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. All three Will of us. I'd get rid of KDB. But is it stupid to get rid of one of them? You've already said get rid of one. If you have both, it's not stupid to get rid of one of them. If you have one of them, it's stupid to get rid of them. So you end up with none of them. <laughs> Will he just sees things. Like, he's quite... He's, he's a bit such, of a genius. He's such a lightweight these days. <laughs> <laughs> and Dazzler, I, I agree with that. We kind of have uh, stumbled upon it in our previous answer that went down for about 25 minutes. Yeah. But uh, I'd be happy just to keep Sterling, especially because I'm more likely to captain him <coughs> than KDB. And everyone's like, oh, I'm not going to captain Sterling in the next six game weeks. 
Like, there's loads of them fucking fixtures. He's like the highest XG by a mile away from home and they're playing some shit teams away from home. He's playing Chelsea, Newcastle, Burnley, United, Arsenal, Leicester, Wolves, Sheffield United, Everton. I'd have I could captain them in the Newcastle they're not Burnley going to lose, Like, God, they might even lose another game this the rest of the season. I think like. boys are forgetting that City are City. And they're like, oh, that's... that's are they though? Are we kind of just... No, no, they still are. Stats-wise, they they're still the best. Like, they've lost to Norwich. They've lost to Wolves. They've lost to Poole. Have they lost any other games? Like, they just don't seem as invincible as past seasons. And I, I know they lose games, but, like, the Wolves game, they were a bit... They, shit probably, they probably could have won some of those, though. Not the Wolves game, they were shit. The no, pool they... game should have got a penalty at the start. Changed the whole thing. But uh, the pool game, that was closer than people thought. And Crystal Palace I... was... That could have went either way. They could have smashed them. Uh, starting to miss some of the sitters that game. So we move on to the next question. Um Dazzler, sell one of the two if you have both. If you have one, don't. I don't know what he said, but if you can figure it out. Uh, FPL Crypto. Yeah. Asks Sterling Hot, Captain. Hot, is it? Yeah. Uh, just a, a random piece of trivia. The first guy we ever played on our Renegade squad last season. The first ever person we've ever played. He wildcarded and we still bet him. We've we fallen from grace a lot since then, <laughs> but that's back when we were good at it. So his question is, Sterling captain at home versus a leaky Chelsea side. Kirk? Yes, I already have him as my captain. I might swap to a defender, but he's my attacking captain at the moment. Willie. Um, sit your 49 to win the game. Sterling's even money anytime. I think he's a great option, but I, I don't know. I just think fucking Chelsea are a bit more... Chelsea are like the really good defensive statistics at home, and there's, there's statistics away from home actually aren't very good, but... I just think with Kante... That is the crux of his question. <laughs> I think like, I think with the Kante, fact that City are at home against Chelsea, I think with who Kante, inevitably are away. <laughs> and but, leaky. But I think with Kante and the team now, I think they're they're a bit more solid. But I also think that City... That's a fair point. Did City win 5 or 6 nil last year against They won 5-0. Yeah. won 5-0. So I think Sterling's a really good option, but I think if you've got Manny or Bardi in your, in your squad, they're better options. Okay. I think uh, Chelsea have no clean sheets away from home all season, so not in six. They've conceded 12 goals. The worst is Newcastle with 14. Yeah. But you have to take into account that I think United scored four against them, so it kind of skews it a bit. Um, they've conceded 13 big chances, which is middle of the road. United have conceded six, West Ham 22. So it is literally the middle of the road. I think it's the week to do it because there's... There aren't any Some vastly options. superior options. There's no, no real obvious where yeah. you'll get punished by doing it. Even though the polls are saying Vardy is vastly superior, I, I don't think he is. What have Polish people got to do with FPL? I love Polish people. Yeah, but what are you talking about? You're saying that Lewandowski is saying... The, the polls. <laughs> yeah. No, like... Uh, <laughs> he didn't <get> <laughs> Scout and Hobo oh. was put up like these things and people... Really, someone went to free advertising for these little companies that you do. These little companies. Yeah. Um, we're a little company. Are we a little company? We're a little company. We are yeah. a company. We're going on a Christmas party. We're like one so. of these companies with a loss making. Uh, oh, yeah. That we just keep going. <laughs> because we're all rich. We're like, fuck it. You know, two of us weren't rich. We won't, wouldn't be able to afford to keep this pod going. It's a loss making machine. I'm stealing electricity to, to recharge my pad. Okay. <laughs> You're at the top of air fresher engineer in Ireland. <laughs> but like, no... Like realistically, there no, aren't any. I know he is. There aren't any superior options. Like even people are talking about Leicester away to Palace. Like Vardy has one to two shots a game. Palace are relatively tight. Leicester are playing. Uh, some Leicester are playing Brighton though. Whoever, <laughs> whatever. 
Poole are away to Poole Palace. Are away to Palace, yeah. But like the overwhelming favourite is Vardy away to Brighton. Yeah. Like he is getting two shots a game. You said Brighton are the best defensive team in the league. Yeah. At home. Like I'm exaggerating all that. Yeah, you know what I mean? City but, are going to score against Chelsea. Yeah, and I think Sterling, he got the rest, the enforced rest during the yeah. international break where him and Joey had a bit of a fisty cups, didn't they? Yeah. Boom, nice. little mark on top of Joey's. Joey's. Where he slapped him. I love that though. What do you think about that actually before we go? I, I love that there's a bit of passion. He lost the game. Like, can Joe imagine, Gomez. Can you imagine if Kurt played for Liverpool or Chelsea? He wouldn't give a shit. He'd be like, oh, give me 200k. That's all I care about. Yeah, so. and he'd, he'd they'd go into the canteen, be shaking hands, going, oh, yeah, yeah I'll swap you my vanilla yogurt for your peach yeah. yogurt. And I love <laughs> yeah. that Sterling went down and was like, fuck this. You were being a dick yeah. in the match yesterday. I'm not your friend anymore. Yeah, so many lads don't give a shit. No? Okay. What if that was think? me, I'd be like, punching the head. Southgate made balls of it. Southgate's a prick. Southgate should have James Madison, Jack Grealish starting in oh, fucking move on, on. midfield and he doesn't. So we won't talk about Southgate anymore. So, Cahill, I think starting at home to Chelsea is a, a very solid option. Right, next question. Yep. Very, very good friend of the show. Who's this? It must uh, be Chiefs. No, FPL drunk. Yeah? Seamus. This is a good question. Is it worth getting a second Liverpool defender if I also have Soyuncu and Lundstrom? Yes. So, I have to bin that fraud Otamendi. And can either go up to uh, Robbo or down to someone like Yanma. I'd like Robbo, but if he does that, he'll be benching one of Lundstrom and Soyanchu every week. So, because that's what you have to take into account. I'd play four at the back or five at the back. If you're playing the two yeah. Liverpool lads, they're midfielders. They're basically Liverpool's attacking out. They're just crossing the ball to the two strikers, the three strikers, okay. two strikers. I agree with Kirk so much, and I'm like five want, million in the world, and he's like ten. I want the two Liverpool defenders in my team. I'm going to try and make it work by dropping solid. So he's going to have, just say he's going to have Robbo, Trent, Sionchu, Lundstrom. Who do we think is his fifth? Anybody cheap? Tamori or uh, Rico, Rico or Kelly? So he's going to be dropping a, a decent midfielder for them then. Yeah. Can I answer this? Yeah, of course. I'd say... Kirk's I, has already done it for you. I'm saying the same. <laughs> I can't believe I agree with Kirk's. Uh, I wouldn't want to be benching Sionchu or Lundstrom. Both are absolutely amazing options. They're also highly owned. By all means, double up on Robbo. But think I'd be playing four at the bake. Ba- four at the bake? I'd be playing four at the back, personally. I think making all of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Invest any money you've left into your starting midfielder. Maybe upgrade your third midfielder. Downgrade your fourth if you're on the vag like me and go for a 43 looks good if you're doing the TA Robbo. He's trying so hard. The 43 looks really good if you're on the, the TA. TA Robbo double up and then the vag, Vardy, Jimenez and Tammy. Yeah. The vag. <laughs> and you add a tax. That's more my thing. <laughs> <laughs> he said it the wrong way around. But <laughs> um, well, no, I really think that's a really good move. I think double Liverpool defence is... Look, it's no secret. Like, Poole have the best fixtures, bar none. Well, it's on to a lunchroom. I know, I know that. I'm going to get into that, Willie. But they're okay. playing Palace, Brighton, Everton, Bournemouth, Watford, West Ham, Leicester, Wolves, Sheffield United. Between now and Christmas. Like, unbelievable. And as Willie said earlier... Um, they're, I don't think they're going to rotate too much in the league. They're probably going to do it in the Champions League, the Cups. Yeah. So I think you could nearly pick their uh, Premiership eleven every week. So you're, I don't think they'll rotate the two down at the same time either. No, never. Like even Joe Gomez just has such a negative impact on that team going forward. Yeah, like he's a good. I People think he's think better, better than English, don't they? I prefer Lovren at this stage. Uh, in that eleven, he was talking no, about, right talk about right back though. Oh, as a right back, yeah, but over TAA. No, as a rotation, like if you rotate, the Miller goes left back, and Joe Gomez comes in at right. So back. Willie, let's break it down. If we're going to get into the bones of it, right? No, not if Seamus 
was to rotate Soyuncu and Lundstrom. Don't do it. I know, but like Burned. it doesn't work out terribly. So if we skip this, if we play this week, right? Yeah. Leicester are playing Brighton. United, Sheffield United are playing United. You could bench Lundstrom if you had to. The following week, it's Everton for Leicester. Wolves for Sheffield United. You could easily bench someone for that. Like I'd happily bench no. Lundstrom away to Wolves. No, I got I Watford Newcastle. Like it's. I, I see this and I see all the green. But to me, it's like it's game week. Sorry, it's game week sixteen and seventeen, which could do you when they kind of alternate fixtures. So Leicester play Villa away, Norwich <coughs> home. Sheffield United play Norwich away, Villa home. You kind of want to play both of them in those games. No, but then eighteen nineteen, Leicester play City and Liverpool, and twenty twenty one, Sheffield United play City Liverpool. So you, there is rotation there, but I, you're going to get caught out. I think I want to play games in between. I want to play your fifth defender. I want to play Lundstrom. I think play four at the back. I want to play Lundstrom every game, unless he's playing City or Liverpool away. But he is in 20 and 21. Did you watch him in the Spurs game? Yeah. Yeah. Hit the post. Yeah. It's quite good. Yeah. You have a fifth defender in there who can play. So. I, th- I think go forward back. And like I think it's such an advantage to have a TA and Rawa double up. I think it really like fire fire Seamus up the right yeah. as well. And uh, the rotation between Sionchu and Lundstrom is such a mixed bag. There's some like the greenest of green fixtures between now and Christmas, and then there's also City and Liverpool for both teams. So you, you could it. do it, but I don't think it'll be. As, it as won't I, be as, fun. Rico or something. Else, as I said, do it. Upgrade your third mid and downgrade your fourth mid, and go with the badge and go with the fourth back. Okay, so we leave it there. Next question comes in from FPL Bus. FPL uh, Bus, not a friend of the show. No idea. That's he great, is. though. He's not a friend of the show. Other Future friend of the show. Yeah. Now, I do. Like, I know the account from Twitter. But just Andy, from... do you ever think about making a list of all your friends from the show and putting them in an order? Yeah, I, I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> from a podcasting point of view, we don't know who he is. I, I do know the account from Twitter. Yeah. Um, but I'll read out the question, and Kirk, so you can answer it first. <coughs> so, who scores more FPL points in the next four game weeks? David Silva or Ozil? David Silva by about four times the amount. Ten oh, times. Just deleting all his stupid emails that like his crap emails. He's just clicking on them and going. He's delete. got no respect You're for the FPL fucking bad. No respect. That's a stupid He's question. He's actually doing that. But I'm kind of thinking, is this guy taking the piss out of us, or is he on like really good drugs? Well, he's no, like, who thinks Ozil is a good option? Ozil, uh, David Silva is, is actually going to play. Like he's, but he's actually racking up the points. He must yeah. have. Will you? I won't answer this. I mean, if he's taking a piss, he's really struck gold here with the next answer. Lads, I'm actually having a look here. FPL bus is from Baltimore. Isn't oh. that where the wire is? Yeah. Fucking loads of drugs in Baltimore. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah, you let say that. What's the American football team in Baltimore? Baltimore Ravens, is it? Raiders. Baltimore Ravens. Jacks. Ravens. No. Ravens. <laughs> we look pretty stupid to our American fucking audience, but... I'm really? All two of them. Uh, you'd be surprised, Kirks. I've said it before. Thirteen, I think thirteen percent of America listen to us. Thirteen <laughs> percent. That's a lot. Like, like when you think the population of America is like a lot of people. I like thirteen percent. Yes. I was like, oh no, where's he going with this? <laughs> Still like, it's twelve million. <laughs> <laughs> Answer the question. Uh, who scores more FPL points in the next four game weeks? Mesut David Ozil. Silva or Ozil? And just for our listeners, go for fixtures. I want to go fixtures. So Arsenal have Southampton, Norwich, Brighton, West Ham. Lads. Beautiful. Or David Silva, Chelsea, Newcastle, Burnley, United. Yeah. A mixed bags. I answered this seriously, so I hope I'm, you man's not taking the piss out of me. But um, not a contest for me. 
I know Arsenal have great fixtures, but you've no idea with Ozil, will he start? And even if he does start, will he be trying? So then I said, oh, I'll just put them into one of these uh, comparison tools just to see what the crack is. Travago.com. Travago, yeah. Uh, Dilva, 49 points. Mesut Ozil, 6 points. David Silva, averaging 7 points a game. Mesut Ozil, averaging 2 points a game. David Silva, Two goals, five assists. Mesut Ozil, no goals, no assists. Why are we doing this? David Silva, four big chances create, created, four big chances. And then I went to this was where the, just the crack started. Mesut Ozil, 0.02 xG. Actually, I forgot to mention Silva has 2.24 xG. So Ozil, 0.02 xG. Zero big chances. Zero big chances created. Zero shots, zero shots in the box, zero shots on target. Next question. Like, Kirk, so why we're answering it is because we respect every listener. Yeah. Independently oh, of their question. And, like, people might know this shit. People, not everyone analyzes all the underlying numbers. They might just be like, oh, a good player. Just in my head, the FPL guy, bus either is on to something. <coughs> like, he spotted something in the last two games. Ozil started the last two. He's played 180 minutes. Or he's just on loads and loads of drugs. Did anybody watch that League Cup game? Was it Arsenal and... Liverpool. Liverpool. Also, was a fucking beater. World beater. Liverpool. Still not a wife beater. (laughs) (laughs) Not a wife beater or a Mickey beater. (laughs) Just a world beater. He was quality. Him and fucking Martinelli. Bus, if you're listening to this and you've heard the answer, can you actually tweet us back and just say... Like, what do you was, think Ozil was, is a good option? What was are, the reasoning, you, are you on loads of drugs? Are you taking the piss out of a podcast? We're happy with any of them. Just right. once if I ask a question, it's good enough for me. Yeah. Next question comes in from Tom Moriarty. Um, he'd be an acquaintance of the show. At okay. this ah, Tom's a friend of the show. Nah, I just don't think he's asked enough questions. Nah, he's a friend of the show. So, podcast. one of our, our uh, Twitter gowl. Top operators. Keep faith in Sterling. I like this, actually. This is a tricky... Well, on paper, it's tricky. Keep faith in Sterling and Mount or ditch for Pulisic and Martial. And if he ditches, he has cash to upgrade elsewhere. Will that Kirk's answer this first? So, Kirk's, it's Sterling and Mount versus Pulisic and Martial with cash. Sterling's going to be the, probably close on the top scorer in the game for the season. Mount, when you look at him, he's actually class. He's not getting the points, but he actually... Is class. If fucking Pulisic would pass the ball to him, he'd have way yeah. more points. I've hours researching and Kirk's just random one second and he comes with the same fucking answer as me. <laughs> well, you need to have a good long hard look at yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I think Pulisic is a bit of a flash in the pan. I'm not, I'm not really dressed in bringing him in. Martial's the same. He's a bit flash in the pan. I want Sterling for the season and I think Mount's quality is some people. Martial? Mount. No, do we not question? Was he not asked for Martial's? Yeah, so Martial's yeah. a flash in the pan as well. He'll get a couple of goals, he'll look good and then he'll disappear. Like, go. I'll go last. You go second. Um, you, go. you can go. No, I'll go. Uh, I'm somewhere along the lines of Kirk's. Just if you bring in Pulisic and Martial, you're dropping a captaincy option. I know like people are a bit reluctant to captain Sterling the last few weeks, but he still is. He has to be in the top three or four captaincy options in the game. His stats are still quite good. He's had the odd quiet game, but even the games he's not returning. like He should be. He's in the box. He's getting chances. He's creating chances. I'm with Kirk. Pulisic to me is a flash in the pan. I, I can't fault him in the last two or three games. He got a hat trick. 
I thought it was a very scrappy hat trick. It was a crap hat trick. Come on. Like it wasn't one great. of the goals off the back of his head and two or two should have been saved. And then he scored a couple of tap ins since then. But I can't fault his underlying stats. His underlying stats in the last four games have They're been unbelievable. He's Stratus super direct. direct and like he wants to get the shots off. I don't know what you wanted, Effie. He's like a fucking. No, but they're not good shots. <laughs> He's like a Yarmolenko. He's never really been a goal scorer at Dortmund. He's never really put up big he numbers never for goals or assists. Amount of the games. No, and. I think we forget. He's He's 21. He's only a spring chicken, lads. He's going to just evolve into like a... A swan. Into a fucking... And like Kirk's Martial is the eternal FPL conundrum. So, basically, he's either looking like fucking (coughs) R9 playing up front for United. He's only 7.6 million. He's scoring goals. Great link-up play with Rashford. And you're like, this guy is unbelievable. Yeah. Or else he'll go through a patch of where he takes one shot a game Gets no points. Looks really sulky. It's just hard to know, isn't he's it? He's nice skin, though, isn't he? United have good fixtures. Mm. And he is a nice price. And he's playing out of position. And I wouldn't put anyone overly off him. But it's just like the mix of Martial and Pulisic is just... So... yeah, It's a double inconsistency, kind of. Yeah. It's a big, big risk. Whereas Sterling, we know what he is. We know we can captain him. Mount's a baller. Yeah. Um, it does depend what Tom would do with the cash elsewhere, but... Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah. I I would keep Sterling amount. I think I'm Willie. Go I, for it, Willie. Am I somewhere in between the two of you? Um, you're in between two of us here. Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> uh, I definitely keep faith for this game game week. Anyway, I'll be keeping Sterling long term. He's great underlying numbers. He's the most explosive player in the game, in my opinion. I thought he was easily City's best player versus Pool. I don't know what you guys thought. He was. Sure you agree with me? Um, I just want to mention Mason Mount. Obviously, because it's the question is about Mason Mount, but he's uh, actually has six returns in twelve game weeks. The last uh, two game weeks, it's the first time all season he's went more than two game weeks without a return. So that's pretty amazing. Um, for a six million midfielder, personally, I think he's nailed. If I knew Pulisic would play every game, I think I would definitely do the sideways move, but I'm not sure of that at all. What are we talking? Is there a good over half a million in the price difference. Well, the seven point two pool is what is what is the amount? He must be at six point eight now. Yeah, maybe six six million. Most of us have him about yeah, six point three, six point four. So, yeah. But um, <clears throat> I definitely wait. I wouldn't be bringing Pulisic in now. The City next, so I'd wait till this next game. We say see if um, if uh, Lampard goes with the four two three one, or if he reverts to four two three. I think he'll stick with a four two three one personally. So I'd be um. I'd be sticking with Mason Mount, but Chelsea, West Ham, and who's it? Chelsea, West? No, they have Chelsea have West Ham, Villa, and Bournemouth three the next four. So I definitely be like, um, I definitely think it's good to be bringing in a, bringing in a, a Chelsea attacker. But I don't know whether it should be Mount or Pulisic. But I'm happy to stick with Mount at the moment. Um, on the United question, the Martial question, United definitely better with Martial in the team. I just don't trust him or United. Historically, he doesn't have great underlying numbers. Man United are blowing very hot and cold of late, from week to week even, not even from month to month. Plus, um, Martial's always likely to pick up a fucking random injury, isn't he? And like yeah. the fixtures aren't, they're not overly amazing anyway. I think I'd be, I'd be a little bit more wary of Martial than I am of Pulisic. Sheffield United away looks good on paper. It's nah. terrible when you bring in... We need to fact What's that happened this season. The fact Sheffield United are a, are a top ten team at home and Villa going, at home is a great fixture. Yeah, great fixture. But then they play Spurs and City. Not great. Yeah, I wouldn't be bringing in Martial for those. No, and he keeps going games. up in price because every man and his dog support United, and before you know where he is, he's like thirteen million, <laughs> and he's more expensive than fucking yeah. Uh, can Killian we, Mbappe? Can we quickly talk about game? like a big uh, talking point for me? And it's not even fully FPL. Is like 
The Chelsea team have so many uh, options at the minute. Willie Russell's for his, uh, his Chelsea page. His Chelsea notes. But uh, just with the return of Kante and yep. say the emergence of Pulisic, are we kind of looking at there's seven players looking to go into five slots for Chelsea? And like, it's really hard. Even if 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 you're not taking players like Jorginho, Kante, Kovacevic as FPL options, which are not, but if they play, they might reduce minutes from your FPL options. So just say the midfield three from both of you, who do you think is going to be Chelsea's starting midfield three now that Kante's back? Midfield three or two? Three. Oh, you mean the, as in like the number 10? Yeah. I think Mount is Mount's nailed. Mount's got the 10. He's nailed for the 10. I think the same. I think he, they should stick with what they have at the moment. They're playing very well. I think Kovacevic is very underrated. He's been playing really well. I think well. he's class. And like a lot of people are just kind of, they're looking at him from an FBL point of view and they're also looking at just name-wise. It's like, oh, Kante's Kante. But like, he's always in the right position. He He's great. Like he intercepts the ball and like, he I don't know how to explain this. He travels with the ball. That's it. Like he he's like, it's nearly like a rugby thing. He kind of just is a ball carrier. Like Jorginho's got a really good pass. He's number one. And then Kovic is really good at bringing the ball forward. Yeah, he breaks between lines. The, between the Co- two Kovic is number one for dribbles for Chelsea this season. I mean, yeah. you think that they've got Willian and Pulisic starting, like it's pretty that's, damn That's what I can like, say. He just breaks lines. He kind of wins yeah. the ball and he makes so much space and you're just putting the other team on the back foot. I just think if you drop him, you're losing a lot. I don't think well. they should. I think they should stick with the out. I think Mount's mailed. So. Do I'm, you? I'm a bit different. Like I think, I probably, think Mount could get dropped. You're going to hate me. Like it might seem like lazy analysis, but I think Lampard's going to stick with the four-two-three-one that served him well in recent weeks. I think a two of Canty or Jorginho with Mount in the ten, um, William Pulisic either side. Kovacevic probably most likely miss out, but I do think that Lamps is going to bring Kante in. He'd be very out. unlucky with all the with all the Champions League games and stuff. I think uh, Kovacevic is going to get a certain amount of minutes, yeah. but. The other option you're looking at, you're talking about um, if Frank decides to revert back to 4 3 then he's going to pay Tammy up front and one of Mount Pulisic or Willian is going to miss out and he's going to go for the three of Kovacovic, Kante and Jorginho. I don't think the system works that way. I think, the 4-3-3 is what they play at the start of the season and the 4 2 3 one is definitely the better yeah. system. I think Pulisic is one bad performance away from getting dropped. Oh, People think he's... Oh, totally. Adoy's in for him in a couple of weeks. Oh. Yeah. Calvin's in the die is twice as good as Pulisic in my view. Also, he's deadly every time he plays, doesn't he? I just think he's just but, way but, more. But I do think you must agree the four two three one looks oh, the way yeah. to go. I don't so know what like, they do, but something. But do you, do you not think they've game every three three like three? I think Jorginho's nailed. Three Jorginho, did you see him early? Was deadly. Oh, he's oh, he's so, and he's, he's the best person in the world to take a penalty. Why were they talking about to the start of the season? William was first choice. Fucking who else were they talking about? But he's kind of been released. Tommy Abraham. Did you ever see no, Tommy Abraham take Barkley, a fucking penalty? Barkley, yeah. Took one, Barkley oh, yeah. yeah. He's been released from, like, Sarri ball, I'd say, with so much pressure, where he's yeah. just, like, quarterback, kind of had to get the ball up the centre-halves. Everybody knew he was going to do that, yeah. and they just pile on him. <laughs> we yeah. figured out after one week, everybody just fucking nailed him. Yeah, everything went through. Now he's just a, a normal centre midfielder. He's, like, quality yeah. playman. He's I love watching him. Yeah. Very good. I think the balance but is perfect. At it's so harsh on... Yeah, but I think it's so harsh on... Kovacevic or, but do you not think that like with the game every three or four game weeks that like Kante's going to get rested like he's just come back but then you watch the game if and he shows up fit, he doesn't need rest but do you not think like, once he's back the his stats rest. are absolutely amazing but watching the game la- to the last 10 minutes he is he's a little bit tired he's not full on Kante but Kante does Kante does what so many other people do like he does all the defensive work so he likes allows Jorginho and Kovacevic and the wingers to like See, just do the attack and stuff Jorginho and Kovacevic so, were better from deep no. Yeah, both of them work better from deep. One with a pass and one with a run. They don't. They're all going to on top of each other, and it won't work. And you'll be missing the number ten 
but behind you, Tammy. Do you not think like Mount integrates defense into attack? Like, and he's yeah. Uh, so I know to, he's a number ten, but he, he tracks back as well. He does other stuff like and that. I stand by it. He would have a lot more points if Pulisic ever got his head up and rolled the ball to him. He's so really, like he's dropped. He's not going to keep. There was playing. a couple of times in that Palace match where I like that Pulisic is direct, but like. I'm a football fan more than I'm an FPL fan. Like yeah. I like watching football. That's I like it. People like, doing Pul- the right Pulisic, thing. He's not he's going to FPL player. Yeah, yeah, isn't he? Totally if you right. own him, you love that he's getting his head down, not yeah. passing it and shooting. Whereas if, if if you play FPL and like just like football is the secondary thing to you, you're going to absolutely love Pulisic. For people like us, that, like we're football fans at heart, like yeah. that, like like to play FPL to enhance three their... absolute ballers. Us, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. No, um. I think we answered that pretty well. Compre- I think four, comprehensively. I four, two, three, one. I think well, we, we just added that. in the whole Chelsea thing without. It oh being yeah, a that was the important question. But no, no, it's something that's been on my mind. Just as a football fan, like I own the own Mount. I'm not getting rid of him. Well, I own Tammy as well. But like I, I wanted to get rid of Mount a couple of times. But when you watch him play, he's actually he's so good. Yeah, he's, he's so good, isn't he? Like even though his underlying numbers aren't good, he's not on the corners anymore. But like he's so integral to that, yeah. and he's he's fucking fat Frank's love child, isn't he? <laughs> He's like, I think he's nailed on. quality. So, we'll move on. We're nearly finished the questions. Um, I don't know how to, like, break this into a question, so I'm just going to read it out, but it's a classic Chieftain. So, FPL Chieftain, great friend of the show, <laughs> recently did a, a marathon. He did a marathon. Absolute hero. He had a chest infection. Finished yeah. a marathon. He did it for dogs who have autism. Like, what a cause that was. No, he didn't. He did, yeah. He did. How do you diagnose a dog with autism? Like, dogs with autism. That's so cute. How it's did, a niche charity, and he went there. How so can he, we'll move on. He did it. No, someone hero. has to explain how you diagnose he, a dog with autism. Okay, he didn't. He didn't. It was like service dogs who help. Oh, children that's better. Along. Okay. Thanks, Kirk. You've ruined the whole better comedy Kirk's. of the podcast. Dogs are way better than people. It's a fact. For a so, second there. But, Kirk, you're, you're going to have a bigger trouble like breaking down what his question is. Was on the phone and was trashing around our Kevin De Bruyne and Sterling allegiance yep. that cost us recently. I don't know who he's talking to. I, I probably just didn't cut the question out at the right point. If they don't bang against Chelsea, we'll have to move on. So this is KDB and Sterling. Not looking forward to that as it's going to be messier than chocolate teapot. Considering using funds to upgrade to Liverpool defenders. Leicester midfield, all of which I don't have, and Kane. Oh man, yeah. rambling question, but would appreciate your thoughts. I don't right. understand. So I think the crux. I love of, cheating, but I'm not going to be able to answer this question. I can't. No. I think What's the question? crux of it is you he has Kevin De Bruyne and Sterling. If they don't do anything against Chelsea, he's thinking of getting rid of both or one of them, and his aim is Liverpool defenders and Leicester midfield, and so, Kane. I'd scrap Kane. Altogether. No, I'd, the problem is planning for Christmas. Yeah. So, like, it's easier to be sitting on City assets over the Christmas period than it is to be sitting on Pool or Leicester players, right? So, there's no point switching out City players for Pool and Leicester players and only have to swap them out in two weeks' time Yeah. when they're a blank game week and shit fixtures and whatever. So, I'd be keeping both of them over Christmas because you're only going to be removing, if you have three Liverpool players, you're going to be removing at least one for the blank. And then what's the Leicester fixture? they got City and Liverpool back-to-back. You're not going to want three of them either. So I think it's more about planning for Christmas than it is You're right, Kirk. ditching the under. If he doesn't what? if he doesn't bring in, just say, Leicester midfield, though, he's missing out on like the middle of those games. They play Villa and Norwich. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just saying three, three and three is, is a lot, lot to shift out. I think either Madison or Tillman's are absolutely great options next six to eight games. I don't, think they're, I don't think they're... 
I wouldn't be getting rid of Sterling and KDB to bring me in a Tielemans or a Madison. No, but the way I was looking at it, that like if you got rid of either a KDB or a Sterling, you could go to a Mads, Mad James Madison, and you could upgrade a four point five million defender to, to a Robertson. Or a Robertson. To a yeah, Robertson. I, I think that looks like a great move. But I just couldn't drop all my city attackers. And I think that just like People just dropping them because they've had a few bad weeks and they're pissing them off. Yeah. I just think that's Chieftain's not the way to FPL. A Spurs fan, do you think that's kind of clouding his judgment? Do any of you like? I don't think I'll be bringing Kane back in for the whole season. I don't mind having Kane. Just hasn't looked like. But he's you know, too expensive. Looks good for. He looks good. He's beaten up like Montenegrin and Bulgarian farmers for England. He can beat up West Ham and Bournemouth and Burnley. But like Spurs don't seem to be playing to their strengths. He's always dropping into midfield. No, I hate that actually. He doesn't do it for England. So, is it to do with the Poch. Spurs players? Well, Poch is gone. Pochettino? He's gone. Big Sam's going to come in. Yeah. Get it to Harry. He's going to unlock Harry. Spurs love Nullet, though, don't they? Christmas. No. Willie, you forget we have a lot of international viewers. You can't be speaking Gwail, guys. <laughs> um, or Mumbly. I, I, Says me. I don't actually don't think I want uh, Harry Kane, but I do think Sonny's a good option. So, if we... If, just finally, before we wrap this up, I wouldn't put him fully on. Before we break up, especially when you break manager. it down, uh, Chieftain's question If City don't do well against Chelsea, that's not going to change your mind. You're not going to be getting rid of City midfielders. No. 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 Okay. We'll move on to the final question. And this should hopefully be, hopefully be quick. And it's Matt. Don't know who he is. He has a Man United kind of red devil crest as his thing. And, uh, He's a nobody to the show at the minute. <laughs> I love the way you're, you definitely have a rank. Yeah. Like nobody. Probably seen this question. Oh, it's going to be shit. No, we have we've another question after this. We have Luke's question. Yeah, which is the best question of the week. And we have a question about um, the Sheffield United double up. Shit, we have loads of good questions. Yeah. Okay, quicker then. All right, so Matt asks Is Virgil the best Van Dyke in history? Surely he's not better than Dick. I'll go first. Dick Van Dyke's way better. He's uh, way more versatile. He's been in so many film shows, won Grammys, fucking Emmys. He's never won an Oscar. Been in Mary Poppins. Pretty sure he's, he's been on, in. He's on Pornhub as well. Diagnosis <laughs> murder. Um, just and go, he's just been Google. on the go a lot longer than Virgil. He's 93 years old. Just yeah. Google Dick Van Dyke and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> I love Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Even living that long means that he's ahead of Virgil. Oh, you know, it's Shitty Shitty Bang Bang. Yeah. Nah, Shitty Shitty Bang Bang. Kirk, you're bringing down the tone of this family show. Shitty Shitty Bang Bang is one of my, like, favourite childhood memories. Of course it is. You're such a fucking serious So, like, we'll vote. I vote Dick Van Dyke. Will you? I vote the Dick. Virgil Van Dyke. Wasn't dribbled past for a whole season. Best Van Dyke in the world. How many people dribbled past Dick Van Dyke? (laughs) The the real one or the Pornhub one? (laughs) No, the birds he scored. (laughs) It's sake, Andy. You you all over him. <laughs> right, so we'll we'll move on to Luke Farrell, the my best friend of the show. Oh wow, love him, don't you? Um, do you know why I love him? Because he's sound. No, because he started out no, when he first started listening to us. Billion to the world, he couldn't spell FPL. He couldn't yeah. spell it. Yeah, um, and now he's asking questions like this: How do you balance your squads in terms of long slash short term assets and the odd punt, especially with Christmas on the way? And like. That's a question that elite players like elite. us. That's like something enjoy. we all. That should be the first question you asked. I'd love I know, to but I, I lost track of it. And I mean, elite players like me and Kirk's not like above average like you, really. <laughs> Aiming but to be above average. Feel free to answer it. People with like 5 million 50k finished in a row, they're just fucking shit. So we go to Kirk's first. So, so the question is long slash short term assets and the odd punt. 
uh, most of my team is long term. Yeah. And then say two, three, four, two, three, medium term and one, one short term. Only would short term is always like a, a transfer I can get rid of straight away if it fucks okay. up. Yep. But uh, like Liverpool, City, Leicester, Chelsea, they're all long term. Yeah. I think all the same. Go for it, will you? Yeah. Uh, I think the. I think the main picks, your core premium players, and stick with them, especially during Christmas period where uh, players that are especially n- nailed are worth extra attention. So people like uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold, John Lundstrom. Arnold! <laughs> 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 John Lundstrom, Raheem Sterling, Sadio Mane, Jamie Vardy, Tammy Abraham, Raul Jimenez. They're going to be starting for me week in, week out, no matter what the fixtures. In my team, um, I <clears throat> usually like my differential to be my fourth, fifth mater- midfielder. And I can change accordingly in relation to form or fixtures. Mount, Callum Hudson-Odai at the moment. But they could become um, Madison, William, Grealish, McGinn in the coming game weeks. I'm happy to get players in like this, the price point for a two-week punt or ones that, that I think are more of a risky proposition than I usually go for. For example, I went for Callum Hudson-Odai in my wildcard. Paid off game week one, but he got dropped and it didn't pay off after that. But uh, next kind of guy I'm going to go for in that uh, price point is Jack Grealish and... Um, I think that's going to pay off, but it's not usually something they do buy. For a fourth, fifth midfielder, I'll always take a risk. And in previous seasons, it's always been my third striker in the 5.5 to 7.0 million uh, range kind of price price. But I took a punt up. But the same idea, fourth, fifth midfielder, third, third, third uh, striker, I'm willing to take I'd a risk. I'd like to have a guy in my first well, a lot of the core players as well. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, so do I. No, me. you don't. I do. You have no punts uh, in your team ever. Gazaniga and Callum Watsonodai, two not out punts. of 11. Not punts. Doing my fucking statistics, I well, imagine that's probably a seventeen point five percent. I he was on the bench. My team is Gazaniga is like the first choice keeper for Spurs. It's <laughs> like four point four million. Punty, punty, he's owned by like ten people. I put Greenwood on. Punty, Mike Puntleton. I just want to answer this very quickly. Um, quite similar to Kirk's, I'd say most of my team is long term. I kind of look at everything in six to eight game week blocks, but like I'll have a core uh, amount of my team that I hope to last me for the season, but I'll happily be able to like interject and kind of take guys out if it's not working out but like most of my team is for the long term um i'll make the odd short term punt like i brought in danny ings for a game i brought in uh neil mope for that game home to norch didn't work out and i don't think i've done it in seasons gone by so i might look <laughs> look Something back at that on. and see if it's not like working out but i always like kirk said like to have someone random on my team and it's just it's nearly for your mental health and like, yeah, just for like, a bit of fun. Because yeah. like FPL can turn into such a, it's nearly like maths or it can turn into and like... You have the one team for the whole season. Yeah, it can turn into algebra where you're just crunching numbers, you're basing it on. And sometimes it just like, like I had Lacadia at the start of the season was absolutely ridiculous. I brought in Alan St. Maximum there last week. It's worked out okay so far, but on paper it could be a disaster or he could go nuts. But I just like that. It kind of keeps my interest in the game. Even a, uh, an elite player like myself who is big into FPL algebra. I just like to have <laughs> someone like that. Just into his arms. That was a good question from Luke. So the last question comes in from uh, Paulie Atahanio. <coughs> um, not really a good friend of the show, but a good friend of mine in real life. Yeah, and good question. Maybe if he asks some more questions, he'd be a good friend of the show as well. Yeah, I'd say he doesn't care. Savage question. So uh, yeah, this is a, a great question and one I was thinking of as well. Are Baldock and Stevens worth looking at, or is having one of these plus Lundstrom detrimental? Um, so you're going to double up on the Sheffield yeah. United D. Look, I definitely I would. wouldn't pat. I would, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. No, I, yeah. <laughs> there you go. You, I agree with Kirk. Definitely <laughs> wouldn't put anybody off Sheffield United double up. They're just so solid at the back, especially at home. Great run of fixtures coming up in a couple of game weeks. Um, Henderson be, be, actually being my pick at the best option to complement Lundstrom. Yeah, me too. Especially with Pope's and Ryan fixtures not amazing next six, eight game weeks. Like, forget about the United game, you can't play in that one. But after yeah. that, game week 13. Yes. Yeah. He's out. He's out, so I think he's a great option. If you're going for an outfield player, I think it would have to be Baldock. 4.5 million at the price point. He looks good on the eye test. He's quite creative. Even got a goal there last week. I think he's an absolute deadly option. Good value. I think Enda Stevens 5.1 million now. Just a little expensive for me, and there's been such other great value options in defence at the moment. So I think go Henderson and Baldock, and you'll be fine. Well, I wouldn't put anyone after double up. Yeah, and like they're playing United, but then after that they play Wolves. But like there's a block of three in between that where they play Newcastle, Norwich, and Villa, Brighton, and Watford. Even that's a block of five. They're cheap yeah, as well. Savage fixtures. Would the fact that they're Egan, top ten defensive team? Yeah, they're cheap though. Top ten. They're probably higher than that. Like yeah. they're fifth but in the up, league and they have the yeah. most clean sheets. But at the end of the season, they're still going to be a yeah top ten. But the fact team. that Egan got injured for Ireland in that heroic performance could be a bit loss. I don't even know who's their third choice centre half. Jagielka. <laughs> when I don't know, he probably is Jags. I don't know now. But uh, right, so that's the end of the questions. Before we wrap this up, Willie has a public service announcement. Mm, yes, You're I do. You're always selling something, so yeah. I'm always selling something. <laughs> it's send, usually your body, but tonight it's not. Send your money to. Um, I just want to give a plug for our friends, FPL December only mini league. It's a 10 euro entry free, 150 quid to the winner. All in aid of Hollywood GA. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. But... Um, I'll fire up the link on tw- Twitter later and if you click on the membership and fundraising link on the Hollywood GAA website, that'll bring you to the link either. It could be a bit of crack during Christmas. I reckon there'll be a, a fair few casuals entering this league, so it's definitely a good chance to win a few bongos. I'll be entering anyway. I love an old edge. The closing date is this Tuesday, December the 3rd. Look, pretty much, lads, it's uh, the top point scorer between game week 15 to 20 wins the cash bongos. That means competition runs from the 3rd December to the 30th December. And um, there's two ways to play this game. You can use your current FBL team, enter for 10 euro, enter the league, which I'll fire up on Twitter later. I put it and up away yesterday, but we put it up again. I put it up again, no risk. But I think the best thing to do, this is what I'm doing anyway, I'm going to get another email address, enter a second team. Fraud! And just, and just I'm going to pick a team just for game week 15 to 20. With people like Jack Grealish and Anti Martial and fucking Capnall kind of mad lads, and I think I'm gonna win 150 bongos. But if you think you can beat me, ten euro. It's, like the, it's the beat the willy mini league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe they should sell it as that. Yeah, but anyway. Can you beat the willy? For <laughs> Hollywood GA, they're always trying to earn a few quid. But seriously, just it's a. Uh, I don't know if it's a really good cause. It's for a fucking gag, though. But like, beat himself? It's, a, it's a really good competition. It's a grand cause, right. and it's like a game that you're playing anyway. Yeah, if you don't so know. If you have a tenner and, and you want to try and win 150 quid. Lads, oh, lads have a couple of you. What's the of, cause? Hollywood GA. A grand cause, me whole. <laughs> but no, if you have a couple of weeks, people have a couple of weeks after I'm giving Christmas. my money to TikTok. <laughs> you don't think it's a good way to have an interest over Christmas? Like, if you're not into the fucking horse racing, this is the way so to go. Look, if you fancy burning the tenor, <laughs> yeah. just join the Beat the Willy League. Anyway, thanks so much, Gads. Just fire in your tenor and so give on some bongos. That is a wrap, I think. We'll leave it there. Episode, season two, episode 15 in the bag. We are the FPL Renegades. It's at Renegades FPL. Check us out on Twitter. Give us a follow. Listen to the pod. If you did enjoy it, uh, tell your friends, your family, your wife, everyone you want. 
And uh, we'll be back next week with more nonsense. So thanks for listening. Good luck and good night.